0: I'm Scott McGregor at Scott Trades on Twitter. It's This Week in Bitcoin on the Hot Wallet Podcast for the week of June 20th, 2022. So, the biggest story in crypto has to be its recent price action. Now, a lot of what's happening, a lot of the recent downturn has to do with economic policy and macroeconomics. The U.S. Federal Reserve has bumped up interest rates by 75 basis points, the biggest single jump since the 90s. And this has had a negative correlation with risk assets generally. And we're seeing leading stocks like Apple, Amazon, and Netflix down between 30 and 70% off their November highs. And Bitcoin and other digital assets being further down the risk curve are getting hit as well. Now, I personally believe that we're seeing a clearing of a lot of pent-up leverage in the system. And I think what's going to happen out of this crypto winter, although it's painful for long-term investors, we are going to, I suspect, see a lot of strong tokens survive and we'll see a lot of the garbage taken out to the curb. You may remember in the early 2000s, anything with a dot-com attached to it got marked up huge. And then the speculative bubble collapsed and a lot of those stocks ended up getting crushed. But out of that mess came some of the major leaders that we have today. And so that's what I'll be looking for coming out of this bear market. We want to see which protocols and which tokens can rise from the ashes. Bitcoin itself has hit its four year simple moving average for the first time since March of 2020. Now, it's still up from that level, about 300% from the pandemic low. And so if you're in this space, if you're invested in this space, you either need to remain very agile or have a long-term view. Meanwhile, those who want to bet against Bitcoin can now do this starting this week in their stock trading account. The new ProShares Inverse Bitcoin ETF will allow investors to hedge crypto holdings or potentially profit if Bitcoin goes down. A little late for that in my opinion, man. (laughs) Elsewhere, Canadians will soon be able to use the USDC stablecoin at MoneyGram. If you need to send money for remittance, you can use their crypto to cash program, which just launched in Canada, the United States, Kenya, and the Philippines. Elon Musk tweeted that he's still buying Dogecoin and will keep supporting it. Tesla and SpaceX started accepting Dogecoin for merchandise this year, and he said he has even more plans for it down the road. Now, the problem with Dogecoin, and this is something that the author of the Bitcoin standard, Safedine, points out, is the inflation rate of Doge itself. He says, and I quote, Given the current price and mining output, about 14.4 million Doge per day forever, Doge believers will have to buy a net $825,000 of Doge every day or $300 million a year to keep the Doge dollar exchange rate constant. As the dollar devalues, they'll need to buy more and keep buying more Forever. 300 million a year? That's a lot. <laughs> Elon is also facing a $258 billion lawsuit over Doge. An investor is accusing him of running a pyramid scheme to support the token. Due to the market downturn, Coinbase, Gemini, BlockFi, BitBuy, and others are cutting staff. Coinbase is laying off about 18% of their workforce and CEO Brian Armstrong just flat out said, we grew too fast. Elsewhere, Binance and Kraken are hiring and they're looking to use this downturn as an opportunity to get good talent. CZ from Binance says that his exchange is positioned for sustained growth over the next 10 years through multi-year downturns. Now, a big part of this exponential move lower in crypto has to do with forced liquidation, where crypto funds are having to sell their key holdings in Bitcoin and Ethereum to make up for losses in other areas of their portfolio. One example is Three Arrows Capital, who over-levered themselves and in some cases caught falling knives. 3AC allegedly bought over $500 million worth of Terra Luna on the way down. And as you know, Terra Luna ended up going below zero. So that $500 million is now worth $600. Bucks. You know, we've all made mistakes in this cycle, and Lord knows I haven't traded it perfectly as well. But at least I didn't lose $500 million on Terra Luna. Wow. The platform Celsius is another one. Trying to avoid a bank run right now. This is a website where you can earn yield on your Bitcoin or Ethereum. You basically send them your Bitcoin or Ethereum and they will pay you interest back. They do that by loaning your Bitcoin or Ethereum out to institutional and retail borrowers. But the problem is if they get liquidated, the collateral is gone. And because they're not a regular bank, they don't have the insurance that comes with. FDIC-insured banks And so they don't have the money to make up for those losses. Those regulations may come, but they just haven't come yet. And in light of this, Celsius has stopped users from getting their crypto back. They've paused withdrawals, swaps, and transfers. They recently canceled an online live AMA with community members looking to get their money back. But they did put out another press release basically saying, yes, we've still paused withdrawals to stabilize our liquidity and operations. And yes, we're still not answering your questions about that. Yikes. Another DeFi trading and staking protocol called Banco, which prides itself on 100% impermanent loss protection has temporarily paused their 100% impermanent loss protection saying, while there's not an attack going on and your funds are secure We can't guarantee that. Again, yikes. I think the state of DeFi can be summed up perfectly like this.
1: That this city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportions. Biblical. What he means is Old Testament, Mr. Yes. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness. Earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave.
0: Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Enough.
1: I get the point.
0: <laughs> now, it's not all bad news out there. The CEO of Fidelity, which oversees over $4 trillion worth of assets under management, says that if you still believe in the long term case and fundamentals of digital assets, this is the time where you should still be engaged while everyone else is is dipping out. Yeah.
1: There's some folks that aren't doing anything, and I'm sure you've even had within your organization folks
0: that don't want to be doing this. So, <laughs> how do you um, how yeah. do you manage that?
2: Well, uh, yeah. So, and when you layer on. Um I figured this is my third crypto winter. Yeah, you've been through a few, yeah. So, uh, and then when you figure on, yeah, bear markets and the securities market, um, you know, I've seen plenty of ups and downs, but I see that as an opportunity and I was kind of raised to be a contrarian thinker and so I have this knee-jerk reaction that if you believe that, the fundamentals of a long term case are really strong when everybody else is dipping that 's the time to to double down and just dive extra hard into it and that 's usually the right move so so i'm so i 'm excited about what's going I, I mean I feel awful about you know the value that's been lost, but I also um, believe that the industry has Uh, crypto, that there's a lot of, a lot lot to come.
0: That's all we have for this week-ish in Bitcoin. Stay tuned for more interview podcasts and updates coming soon. Give me a follow on Twitter if you haven't already, at Scott Trades or at Hot Wallet Pod. Also, please leave us a review. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can just search out Hot Wallet Podcast. That's all for me. I'll see you in the metaverse.
1: Hi, I'm Joel McLeod, co-host of the 905er podcast. The 905 is one of the most diverse and densely populated regions of Canada. Four and a half million of us live, work, and play in the area surrounding Toronto. That's more people in the 905 than actually live in Toronto. Each election, the 905 decides who forms our government at both the provincial and federal levels. So why isn't more attention being focused on us here in the 905? We're looking to change that. My co-host Roland Tanner and I tell the stories that define what we are calling the most important region in Canada. Each week, we bring to your attention news, culture, and issues that make up what it means to be a 905er. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts, or you can visit us at 905er.ca to subscribe.
0: said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial
2: knowledge and your wallet with The Cash Kid Podcast. That's right. Find us at CashKidPodcast.com or listen in on places like Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, or YouTube.
1: Another SoundOff Media Company podcast.